Welcome back to the Stumbling Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, here again with JP, our official lead actor. How do you feel, JP? Uh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> last week, you know, uh, my team went MIA, and uh, you know what? I also went MIA when setting my lineup. So I went to the Lions game. It was a fun, fun uh, Lions victory. So that was. That was nice to watch. So you just accepted defeat. You accepted last place. You could, you could say that, yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. All right, so we'll roll into it. Um, NFL news. Some big injuries this week. A lot of injuries overall. Uh, Kyler Murray tore his ACL. So officially wash of a season for Cardinals. Really sucks. Uh, for Kyler Murray and everybody around him, he's going to be out part of a season next year too. So definitely some big fantasy repercussions with Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins. That that entire team is uh, anybody who has a piece on that team is going to suffer, especially with Kyler Murray being high value fantasy asset. So we'll see how he comes back if he keeps rushing the ball or what. Uh, next up, a bunch of concussions. Russell Wilson, concussion. Tyler Huntley, concussion. Looks like Tyler Huntley might play, though, this week. Kenny Pickett, concussion. Corey Davis, concussion. Devontae Parker, concussion. So, everybody's in concussion protocol. Some of them might be back, but it looks like... It looks like really just Tyler Huntley will be back. Everybody else uh, looks like they're going to miss. So, T. Higgins exited early with a hamstring injury. Uh, so that's not good for T Higgins. He's super good, but, and they'll probably take it easy with him since they, uh, look like they're locked for the playoffs. Uh, another injury for, for the Cincinnati Bengals, Tyler Boyd dislocated finger. So that'll be interesting to see if he plays with it taped up or if he took off Damian Pierce sprained his ankle. So he'll be out for at least a week. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson uh, re-aggravated his ankle, so he's going to be out. Debo, MCL and ankle sprain, the fantasy season. That's a big loss. Uh, I had Brock Purdy down here, but he is playing in this game that's on currently and looking pretty good, so that's awesome. And then Mike White uh, took huge shots to the rib. They looked like they wanted to end his life. Uh, but it looks like he's going to play. Uh, so that's all for the injury. Uh, but a couple other headlines. Desmond Ritter going to first NFL start for the uh, Falcons. So that's, I, I'm rooting for him. He's a Louisville kid. He uh, went to St. X High School. So only like 15 minutes away from me. So it's pretty cool that uh, he, he's going to be a starting NFL quarterback. And I, I'm rooting for him. But... Uh, you know, just another player that Jeb has on his team. <laughs> so, that's like now a starter. So, that, that man's got every rookie known to man. Uh, Baker Mayfield making another making another start this week. Holt McCoy filling in for Kyler. That's a lot of uh, injuries going into uh, week two of the fantasy playoffs. So, if anybody's still in 
the winner's bracket or even going for that constant spot, have some of those players, then that, that's a tough break. Not a good time losing people. I uh, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, big losses like Debo, uh, like you said, T. Higgins is a huge loss for the Bengals offense. And uh, I think, yeah, Lamar is still out, which kind of sucks for my uh, other fantasy league. And uh, Ramondre Stevenson, he's still questionable, but I don't believe he's going to play. So that kind of sucks as well. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dan Pierce, I mean, he's been a great rookie this year, so mm-hmm. he's probably starting in your lineup, at least in a flex spot. He's he's every, in every week almost. Um, all right, let's go into the playoff uh, round one recap. Shockers. Mm-hmm. What you got, B? Uh, my, uh, biggest, uh, surprise slash shock of the week was, uh, Mr. Uh, Nick Malner, um, beating Mitch, uh, without a quarterback. Nick had, uh, <laughs> zero quarterbacks and Mitch had two. And, uh, it just goes to show you, you know, you don't need QBs to win football games. So. Apparently, I, it, it is, it is not that like Mitch put up a bad week, like hundred points. It's oak. Okay, it's passable. But mm-hmm. like, he put up Nick put up 144 without two quarterbacks. Like mm-hmm. that, that's insane. Those are it, hot numbers. That should win you any week. Mm-hmm. It was actually insane to watch it too. I was just like, "What the hell?" And it yep. looks like again. I mean, he's got Colt McCoy on his bench, but he's not starting him. He's just going riding with Justin Fields, and he's riding with uh, four running backs. So honestly, that's not a bad strategy. Yeah. I mean, especially when you got Nick Chubb, Isaiah Pacheco, Najee Harris, and James Conner as your four running backs. That's not bad. Yeah, he's got some solid running back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but nobody expected Evan Ingram to just go, just be like Justin Jefferson. You know, like yeah, that vanity. That was crazy. I. I dropped him last week in the league, and I was just like, you know what? I don't even care. Like, he hasn't been playing well at all. Like, I think he was, like, averaging, like, three targets a game, and I was just like, I'm just going to pick up another tight end. I just went and picked up the Lions tight end because I was just like, I'll just pick up the – support the hometown team, you know. That's about it. But I mean, he freaking, had week to week. Of course. Um, like, seven uh, seven targets, five catches, mm. yards. Uh, oh, and a touchdown. So he he had like eleven points. So good week. But mm-hmm. on the year, he had been averaging like points. So no, mm-hmm. out of out of left field, putting up just amazing numbers. So definitely a shocker. Oh, hundred percent. Could not believe that one. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up? Yeah. Oh, what? Next. Uh, then um. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't think uh, Boog was gonna lose. Keegan, uh, freaking Keegan, ruined everything. He like he just went in there and he's just like, you know what? I got a better team than you, Jake, and just uh, gave him the double bird. <laughs> and uh, went off in the group chat. Uh, talked a lot of shit. So it was, uh, it was as cool. he should. Yeah, as you sh- as you should after you get a shocking win over the one seed. Yeah. So. Yeah, I too big. I, I mean, I wouldn't say 
the Nick Molner one was that huge of an upset. Like I mm-hmm. think the team was good. I just thought mm-hmm. Mitch was definitely had the best on paper too. But like, yeah, I mean th- this one, I really thought. I mean, I think you picked uh, the I picked, Ducks to go all the way. I did. I did. Uh, Keegan heard that, and he uh, he was like, "Man, JP picked that. What the hell?" Yeah, he, he was just had to. He had to prove me wrong. To his favorite, all of it lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, just another case of his team being propped up by one, or a, just all teams being propped up by like one giant player, like. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick had Evan Ingram and Keegan had Jerry Judy three touchdowns for thirty yep. thirty fantasy points. So that won him the week. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to Russell Wilson for uh, finding the end zone three times. Yeah. I think doesn't he, he? What does he have now on the year? Doesn't he? Uh, I think he tied it for where now he has like twelve passing touchdowns on the year. So now he has twelve uh, bathrooms in his. Uh, house and he has now the same amount of touchdowns so <laughs> hey i mean maybe that concussion will help him maybe it knocks some sense back into him hey i mean that's what brian's hoping for at this point <laughs> yeah but brian's got uh brock the rock purdy stuff for him so who who needs russell when you got that's true real relevant putting up good numbers and you got and uh you got uh ryan Tannehill as the backup so that's not bad yeah. Right. To the consolation bracket we go. Yes. <laughs> the consolation bracket. Uh once again, uh Anthony uh decided he was just gonna rub uh rub my face in the dirt, or at least my team. Um and you absolutely destroyed uh Nick Quarter, which I mean no surprise, but like holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even look at this until uh like five minutes ago, but almost doubling, pretty much doubling his points. Yeah, that was crazy. Nothing, nothing spectacular and uh, on Ant- going on on Anthony's team. Like you, you got right there at a hundred points. Put up mm-hmm. in a week, which is enough to beat you, and mm. he'll, he'll move on. But yeah, I, I thought I was. I mean, I knew I was gonna win. I knew I was gonna put up a hundred, and that would be enough to beat. Uh, beat Nick Quarter, but like mm-hmm. I'm not expecting this. You're like <laughs> No, yeah, you I mean, hey dude, Dobbins had a huge day, Jared Goff, uh Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And I mean Deshaun, right. you know, he, he he was there. He put up sixteen, so yeah. I'll take that. Deshaun and I didn't play a kicker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but Deshaun <laughs> I mean, I think He's kind of starting to figure it out. Still looked pretty bad uh, in the recap I watched, but he had yeah. yards with uh, which helped out the the fantasy score. So I mean, I'll take it. I think they're gonna throw it deep to Donovan Peoples Jones a little bit more, and uh, he'll get back on track. You know that that but, will uh, definitely help out my team. So I will happily take uh, some deep balls to DPJ. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think he's going to be a uh, Deshaun's favorite target for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I hope so for the future. That that would that would be very nice. <laughs> Let's see, and then I guess the people on the bye week that stood out. Uh, Jeb Jeb had a 153. You know, everyone was putting up over a hundred and 
115. Even Brian put up 115. So, yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, played pretty well in the bye week. I mean, you know, enjoy your bye, guys. That was great. Yeah. I mean, you could go uh, through it stress-free, but it definitely makes you feel better when uh, your, your team doesn't put up a stinker, even if they're on bye. So you can oh, yeah. be a little bit more confident going into the, the real test of uh, week two. Yep. Especially with round two. Yep. All right, so we want to look forward to this week. Have any uh, predictions? Um, I <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Keegan. I upset him last uh, last week, so I think I'll go with Keegan. And then I um I, I it's it's honestly it's really tough to beat Zach. I like Nick Molnar's team a lot, but um yeah, I mean Zach Zach's got a great team. Zach's got a lot of really good receivers. And he's got Joe Shiesty and uh, Dak, so I, I like uh, Zach to advance and face Keegan in the championship. Yeah, I think I. It's going to be really close between the in Keegan's matchup here, mm-hmm. but I think I got to go with Keegan. I think Tua has got a really bad matchup this week against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills defense is starting to get it together again, and. I think there was a there's like a nine nine inches of snow is projected in Buffalo this week. Ooh. Yeah, so, nice little uh, snow game. Lake effect snow. Yeah. They it's going to be probably not great for the 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 air yards over there. So mm. not not a good matchup for him. And uh, he's going up against Patrick Mahomes, who's playing Houston. So. Yeah, I mean, you never know. That's why they play the games. Yeah, is you at never Houston. know. <laughs> but I, I I think uh I think Keegan is gonna pull it out. Mm-hmm. Uh and then uh, Dak Yard again <clears throat> I picked them to go w- win it all last or I guess two weeks ago and I, mm-hmm. I'm sticking with that for sure. I mean, just looking at it right now, Christian McCaffrey's already got seventeen fantasy points going into halftime of this game. Yeah, so that is that is he's, <laughs> he's gonna put up not bad. <laughs> He's so, just a cheat code, man. He's a fantasy cheat code when he's healthy every year. He's so unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, anything can happen, though. You know, Mike Williams could go out and, and put up thirty points, and it we it could be a whole other story. So, dude, Juju could have a field day over Houston. Same right. thing with Pacheco, yeah. Right, and I mean Justin Fields. He's been no like we've seen him go rush for 150 yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and that could absolutely break fantasy. So I mean, against a really tough Eagles defense uh, through the air, I, I can definitely see Justin Fields scrambling for a lot of yards in that game. So either the, both those games can go either way, but I mean, I think I think there's definitely clear favorites. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Also, going into the uh, fifth place matchup between uh, Mitch and Boog, I kind of, I got a feeling uh, Boog bounces back this week. I don't know why, but I just, I got a feeling. I'm, I'm willing. I'm risking the. Uh, I'm gonna double down. Say that uh, Mitch beat or Mitch loses. So, oh, uh, okay. I mean, uh, Mitch. I can see it. Mitch has uh, a lot of players in this uh, this snow game. He's got. Mm-hmm. Allen, who will get his on the ground, so he's he's going to be fine. But he's got Stephon Diggs and then yep. Jalen Waddle. 
So uh, two really substantial pieces of his team who are going to struggle. Two guys that like the there. deep ball too, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we see Jake already has a Kittle with the touchdown. So, yep. And he's at half as well, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I I can definitely see Jake Jake pulling this one out, but it's going to be another another close game. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be a lot closer than people. I mean, think. all of these games are going to be so close. Oh yeah, we're looking at it because I the the another the other consolation bracket battle. Me and Jeb is going to come. It's our project. That's a three point three game. Point. Yeah, that is crazy. Holy shit. So I mean, then this one, I I'm. I know I have DK starting, but like I don't know who to put in my flex. I'm tilting all over the place. I don't I don't know if I want to put Hitman in, if I want to put David Montgomery in, if I wanna uh I mean there's just so many options and I gotta go with Taylor Heineke because I can't root against the my Jets trying to get a pl- in the playoffs with uh I've since I have Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, oh man, it's this week is just gonna <laughs> pull me in the direction. No, I got gotcha. you. The Jared Goff uh, on the bench might might uh, help you because I don't know, dude. The Jets got a really good defense, so Sauce Gardner on one side of the field. He's playing. He's probably gonna be shadowing St. Brown all day. So probably. I'm looking forward to watching that matchup. But you got Jamison Williams now, who looked. Yep. Pretty good, and then you have DJ Chark. So, a lot of deep ball guys, and uh, I mean, I think this this can be a really really good game. And it's, oh yeah, it's never not something I expected going into the uh, beginning of the year for the Lions to hit this type of stride. Uh, well, also honestly, same for the Jets. I I kind of expected the Jets to be like kind of around the five hundred mark, which I mean they are, but. Like, I kind of was just like, oh, I mean, they're going to steadily improve, but I didn't think they would, like, jump out of the gun so quickly. Yeah, definitely surprises. And, uh, I mean, the Lions, they they have a shot at the playoffs still. Yeah, they've won uh, five out of their last six, so I'll take think, it. Yeah, they have a tougher road than the Jets, but it's it's still an option. Yeah, yeah they do. Either at, way, uh, probably happy with the season, just like I am. Oh, yeah. At, we finish out the year at New York. Uh, at Carolina, Carolina is probably Carolina and Green Bay, and honestly, the Jets. All three of them are pretty much trap games. Games that, like, I'm like Dan Campbell on the road. Does he get it done? I think he will, but I I don't know. The team the team has been playing great though. Even though Kirk Cousins put up like 400 passing yards last week, I didn't even notice that. Like the Lions, the defense is buzzing. The city was absolutely electric after the win. I lost my voice twice, so. <laughs> yeah, that was an yeah. awesome game. Definitely an awesome game. Oh, but yeah. I'll, let's uh, wrap this segment up, and we'll get into our hotline call of the week. Of course, of course. Hello, it is the owner of the Dak Yardigans and the number one seed team. Uh, longtime caller, first time listener. I just wanted to give flowers out to Nick and Keegan for making it past the first round. Mitch and Jake, that is embarrassing, especially uh, 
Mitch losing to a team with no quarterbacks and a super flex. How's that possible? I don't know. Ask Mitch. Uh, yeah, but uh, unfortunately, Nick, your run is coming to an end. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a fun playoffs, but looking like I'm going to snooze until I see Ben in the finals. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So, Deck Yardigans, out. All right, we're back with the after uh, listening to the hotline call here from Zach calling his shot straight to the playoffs, saying that Nick is a snooze fest. Bold, very bold. That is insanely bold, especially after uh, Nick's performance last week. But also, he did <laughs> he did give a little uh, shot at Mitch. Uh, Still having two QBs that is uh, super flex and still losing. So that was quite funny. I did uh, enjoy yeah. that. I mean, and that's, I think, a very, a very appropriate shot to make. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I've got a shot to take here. Oh. Um, and it's just, you know, I, Raheem the dream moster. Let's talk about him real quick. <laughs> Because this man is bragging about Raheem Mostert like he's the next thing. Puts a five-point last week, still <laughs> still backing him, even after just the you know mediocre performance. And then this week, where I'm looking at his starting lineup, he's starting both, uh, both Washington running backs and putting the dream on his bench. That is kind of crazy. I, I honestly, I'm shocked. I didn't even see that. All, I saw that this... he started Gibson and uh, Robinson. I just assumed he put uh, Mostert at the other flex, but of course not. I mean, hey. No, I mean, he's got Josh Jacobs in his other flex, which is where, mm-hmm. yeah, Josh Jacobs deserves to be starting. But, of course. I mean, all this talk, and you're going to put gonna put your star player <laughs> on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he does. He is really fast with the football. It's just uh, maybe uh, Keegan's finally realizing that uh, the dream might be over for uh, Raheem the Dream. Yeah, I mean, could the dream be a nightmare? It could. It'll be Keegan's nightmare if he loses and yeah. uh, Raheem goes off and he's on the bench. Oh, that'd be <laughs> that would be so great. That would uh that would be sweet poetic justice uh, for Mister Jake Boog after uh, all the shots he took. After uh, Kyler Murray and Ramondre Stevenson getting hurt in uh, the first, <laughs> the first half against uh, Keegan, yeah. So, so, you know, if if you want to back the dream, man, play him, play him. I've never seen somebody play two running backs on the same team and win. So that would be a first for sure. Uh, but good luck. I hope it works out for you. Hey, I mean, I. I, I have won a couple games uh, this year uh, with uh, Mr. Jamal Williams and Swift both starting, but uh, then again, <laughs> not every week I'm putting in Swift, but oh, I have been putting him in every week. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's too flashy. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of have to. And, and well, yeah, especially in the position I'm at now. Yeah, of course. Right. I that's, I'd, I'd almost argue that's a completely different situation. You have a goal line guy who gets mm. the Lions punch the ball in. I saw this stat earlier. They they get – if when they're in the red zone, they score touchdowns 75% of the time, number one in the NFL, and that's yep. purely from Jamal Williams. And then you have Swift who can break off a 50-yard run at any point in the game, 
That's yeah. not the case with Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. Not the no. case at all. Yeah. I would I would say Brian Robinson is kind of more of like the punch back kind of guy or like the guy that just runs up the middle, gets like four or five. Um, but again, they only give it to him like what, like maybe 15, 16, 17 times. So right. the other touches are all Gibson and Gibson he's either getting stuffed or he's catching the ball for 15 yards. Right. Like so. Lions have very clear um, places and like roles for their guys. Like, meanwhile, mm-hmm. oh my God, Kittle just had another like a 30, 40 yard touchdown. <laughs> Uh-oh. out two guys. Oh my Lord. You're welcome, Jake. I should have kept George Kittle. God freaking damn it. Oh well. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, like, they're if one of them has all the work, they're good. But when they split these roles, they're just not they're not valuable enough to be or RB one or two. They an okay flex play, but mm-hmm. it, it's just not. Yeah, they, not two starting caliber running backs right there. Right. No, I got you. So we'll see what happens this week. Good luck to everybody. And uh, we'll see you again next week and maybe have a, uh, the return of Mitch. See, <laughs> he's uh, not too good for us anymore. Maybe. Uh, we, we shall see. I, I, might, uh, I might be getting booted. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Nah, we, we'd, <laughs> we'd have a, either him do a segment or you still do a segment. Share the Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take it. So, all right. <laughs> with that, good luck. We'll see you next week. These ideas, nightmares, white parents, worst parents, a child, died Aaron, who likes earrings. Like whatever they say, there's no bearing. It's so scary in the house that allows no swearing. You see him walking around with his headphones blaring. Running his own zone cold when he don't care. He's a problem child. What bothers him all comes out when he talks about his fucking dad walking out. Yeah